Get your shovels out, everybody. This week on the podcast, your pals, John, the doctor of thugonomics, Hastings, <laughs> and Dylan, the marine got. Actually, I think I'm the doctor of thugonomics because, as I will share on the wrestler review page, I did submit a Wikipedia entry for thugonomics. Oh, yeah! That was then rejected by Wikipedia. What I did was, I just, uh, <laughs> thank you for the, doing that background. I just um, copy and pasted the uh, definition of actual economics, but just uh, put hustle, loyalty, and respect in there all the time. Because John Cena, well, the name of the beast, is that what he said? The I'm going to say this. Um, John he's Cena. The be- he, ra- he did a song with Wiz Khalifa, and I think he just did better than Wiz. Because I don't think Wiz Khalifa knew he was doing a song. <laughs> I think I think Wiz Khalifa. Here's my va- favorite thing. I know this is going to be a weird thing. Here's my favorite thing. In the same year, Wiz Khalifa did an album or a song with John Cena, and a movie with Snoop Dogg where he was in high school and Snoop Dogg was also in high school. What? Yeah. What, it's on what Netflix. year was this? I think it was like 2008. Was this the John the John no, C- the John Cena album with his new his like his now famous the. <gasps> That album is that where Wiz Khalifa's on that album? Yeah, he Wiz Khalifa's on the single that was released. Up, you know that that made it to like number eight on the Billboard charts. Of course it did, because here's the thing: people have to understand. Like when everyone was like, "Oh, why is Machine Gun uh, Kelly at WrestleMania? Like, why is he still doing this?" I was like, "Oh, it's actually very simple. Wrestling fans and my cousins like this are completionists. Like my 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 cousin is a drug dealer in rural Ontario." and is in and out of jail, has a tattoo of the Cash Money Millionaire's logo that he did in prison by himself over his heart, and you better believe he has the fucking uh, Blu-ray edition of See No Evil without a Blu-ray player. What? He just needed to have See No Evil. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Is he See No Evil 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a guy who's like, that's my gun, and if you take my Ric Flair action figure out of the packaging, that's what I'll use on you. <laughs> <laughs> is he your actual cousin or is he one of Art's kids' friends? No, he's my actual cousin. He's the best. He's from your he put his pit bull. He put his pit bull on the okay. uh, well, on the trampoline. It was adorable. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at this little guy. Look at him. If you've never seen a pit bull on a trampoline, you are no longer scared of pit bulls. The only thing you think is, uh, can I make? Can I have a harem of pit bulls that I just pet until I die softly in their warm embrace? Num 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 num. Ladies and gentlemen, John Cena, possibly the most polarizing wrestler ever in the history of wrestling next to Chris Benoit, uh, although Chris Benoit did something slightly slightly better than John Cena, which is, uh, oh, even that joke made me uncomfortable. And that's why, uh, if we want to talk about John Cena, we got to start at one of the better debuts in, I'm going to say WWE history, which is John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Oh my God. What a way to do it, and what a, an amazing way to show how to... So old school, too, the way they like... They're like, and you got to understand, this is the hangover from the Attitude Era. It's like, okay, wrestling isn't as good, not as well watched right now, I should say. Yeah. What do we do? And they have John Cena come out, fire, babyface, Kurt Angle basically kowtows to him, like does the whole all Kurt Angle, like but gets a that- fluke pinfall on John Cena. But wait, was that Kurt Angle babyface or was that Kurt Angle heel? That's Kurt Angle heel during the U.S. title challenge where he would come out and no one would know who these guys are and he would just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that was like the uh, Angle Invitational. I think. Yeah, the Angle Invitational, which then Cena kind of did. But wait, not, as the, as, yeah, but as wasn't booked as well. Like John Cena, you we're skipping ahead a lot, but 
a good example of why John Cena got over and why the guys in the U.S. Invitational that John Cena did didn't get over as well is because every single match was that like, oh, you took me to the limit. Yeah. Shake. Whereas Kurt Angle would beat some guys and just fucking kick them out of the ring. And John Cena was the one where it's like, this is like a five minute match now. And him going five minutes with Kurt Angle was like insane. Well, it's because it's also Kurt Angle at that point was be billed as like this sawed off monster that like continued until he went to TNA and effectively just destroyed his neck. And now they're like, nobody. But he was the whole reason he was taken out of WWE is because, and this is pre pretty much them enforcing the wellness policy. They were like, you could die in the ring. Yeah. Because he was like, they were like, can you just do, I don't know if they said this, but my, my, my assumption, Take seven yeah. um, is uh, that they How were basically like, can you just go to a mat wrestling style? Like that's what Paul Heyman booked him as when he had them like in ECW. Yeah, and uh, can you just go pure mat wrestling? And uh, and Kurt Angle was like, Nah, I want to miss a moonsault sometimes. And they were like, Your neck is a string with a head attached to yeah, it. You no. broke your neck in 1996 and won the Olympics. How about you just admit you got a big dick, and we're all cool with it. And you stop fucking jumping off the top rope. Yeah. Here's what you don't know about Kurt Angle. I like to fuck, <laughs> and I'm not going to stop fucking. And I get out. Anyway, so John Cena, the, not the best debut. Okay, he comes out. Kurt Angle steals the match, essentially, with a, like a pin combina- combination. Why it was such a good way to do it is it also made it sort of seem like Kurt Angle won the match cleanly, but in like a devious way, which he used as like his wrestling voodoo against this young rookie couple of things when you watch the match highly suggest you do john cena is all fucking front lip talking just i'm gonna do this with ruthless aggression like but that's a first promo and if you see him in the back in the segment afterwards where he's talking to the undertaker he still has he has a confidence well a beyond no, no, his no, no. that's what i'm getting he's a confidence and a charisma that even even though, though he has the worst ring gear i've ever seen no max yeah. moon no 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 I'm talking worst ring gear for like just somebody who's like their name is their wrestler name. You know what I mean? Like just like the worst ring gear for like like hardcore Holly at least had one color pattern. John Cena was like it was like red and teal no, and then a and weird it's fucking It's just red and black. It's the fucking colors of the wolf pack, babe. And he was also a victim, almost oddly enough, of what became a trademark of WWE during that after that time period and during when John Cena, the the basically twelve year reign he's had at the top, is he was one of those guys who came in hot and then he kind of cooled off because he didn't have a character and then they were like, "Eh, I guess he sucks and then they were gonna and then the whole story of where. I think was it Stephanie McMahon or Randy Orton was basically like you're a great freestyler why don't you just do the white rapper gimmick and he does it and the only guy to make the white rapper gimmick work not only does he make the white rapper gimmick work other than Eminem Evan Courageous oh interesting when we, should three count. we should oh, do a three, three count. count. Oh, a three count. <laughs> Sing along with three, three count. count. If I was to make an all-time federation, three count would be in there. Oh my god, really? Party up forever. <laughs> I don't even know th- any of the three count songs. And we I can got, sing we most like of the, the Backstreet Boys in sync to Britney <laughs> Spears is kind of cute. We watch the TRL <laughs> on MTV. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. 
three. Did you feel that three? Do you want to <laughs> listen to the song and see how right I got it? Because no. I could do no look at the screen three count <laughs> karaoke. Wanna, I don't want to do that at all. They have wrestling themed karaoke where you just got on and it's like, uh, Dylan gotta, will be singing Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stop hitting me. Shut up, Deborah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was in the match we watched, too, was... <laughs> The fucking the John Cena Kurt Angle match, a guy more than once on the heart oh, camera yeah. gets a Austin sign out and says, Austin 316, I just beat your wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, it's the hangover of the Attitude Era. Basically, for two years, Vince McMahon smoked meth. That's it, literally feel, felt like that watching it as a fan because you're still watching because it. he still t- he cut because there was part of it where we're like, okay, the Attitude Era is over, we need to redefine ourselves, and yeah. then obviously. Some people in the company, I suppose, got like, okay, yeah, longer matches, more of a traditional wrestling style. And Vince McMahon was like, yeah, plus like no more implied sexual assault. Let's go real deal sexual assault. (laughs) Or just like, you know, gay people, like gay people are like a thing now. They're like, yeah, like they're part of the tapestry that's the human race, Vince. And he's like, yeah, two of them, but getting married. And then it's revealed, (laughs) gay's wrong. (laughs) Because that was the thing. They got a bunch That's of really good press for Billy and Chuck, Chuck and then and just then, fucking whoop. Because they basically, they didn't understand that they were like praising them. They were more like, I guess the uh, ACLU is like being sarcastic about this because we all know gay people are bad. <laughs> 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 well, this just flies in the face of a real thing. Yeah. Gay people are not people. Yeah. They're, right? Pat, di- Pat they're essentially a dinette set. Pat, 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 ask your roommate. He agrees with me that gay people are bad, right, Pat? <laughs> ask your, ask your live-in roommate. Yeah, your live-in roommate of thirty years, Bernard. <laughs> Do you know that the rumor is, and this ties into John Cena perfectly, and then we'll now actually talk about John Cena is that the Brooklyn Brawler was Pat Patterson's slam piece, and that's why he was employed for so long. What a horrible slam piece, <laughs> right? Just fucking awful. Just probably has a magic butt. Anyway, this is my slam piece. Some, but here's the, this, old KFC the story of John garbage. Cena, and John Cena is perfect in that it's the only time they basically remade Hulk Hogan in the post Attitude Era, which is he's this like fucking white meat, like moral baby face who doesn't really lose matches, is always relatively strong, never seems to be any any sort of peril. He's super Cena. He's he's the you tell the the reason why I think everyone kind of hated him in his face run specifically. He all he had the the five moves of doom, and no matter what happened, he's now oh John Cena's all right. He powered up. Everyone's dead, and he wouldn't do it with the same like. But he did that. But he did it also in a time when the internet is super aware of everything. Yeah, and when it went to a fucking fever pitch, was the nexus sort of angle where. He literally, they fucking threw a kitchen sink and a brick and 10 chairs at him, and he still beat Bray Wyatt, or not Bray Wyatt, um, fucking, um, oh, come on. Lesnar? No, not uh, the Nexus angle. Oh, um, Wade Barrett. He beats Wade Barrett in the center of the ring, mm-hmm. and it killed that entire angle. They killed a lot of angles by making him go over, but the, but I think, let's, let's I think this, this weird, here's a weird thing, though. They're, all right, so basically, they're in this era, not to ju- not to justify it, but I'm just speaking out loud here. They're in this era where we want to appeal to kids. Yeah, okay. Um, what did Hulk Hogan... Was Hulk Hogan ever really in peril? 
He would be one at time times, in an angle. Andre the, Andre one the, time in an angle, he would be. Yeah. Like the storyline of going into WrestleMania two was that King Kong Bunny broke his ribs and he still beat him in a cage match, right? Yeah. But so he, that's uh, essentially him hulking up as well. So we're going to kids. So Vince thinks, okay, another Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The marking of Hulk Hogan is he's a superhero. So the marking of John Cena is he's a superhero. John Cena's character, I think, gets a lot of flack because there's just way more wrestling now. Like. Like, you look at a guy like Roman Reigns, who they're now doing as the new John Cena, I suppose. Or, like, he's a new guy. Um, they're not really doing the whole John Cena thing with him. But, uh, well, apart, but apart from that, Roman Reigns is a guy who can carry a minute-long promo. Hey, I'm going to fight AJ Styles. Where's it going to be? Uh, Toledo, Ohio. Coming to the Toledo Sports Center, 8 o'clock. I'm going to kick the shit out of him. That's a great Roman Reigns promo. He's good at those promos. You hand that man a microphone and ask him to do a fucking monologue from Death of a Salesman. He's going to bomb on his ass because he's a fucking football player. John Cena is excellent in that he's a guy who can essentially um, do public service announcements and be a pro wrestler. Yeah. And he has good matches and he's a great promo. He had good matches. His matches now especially are incredibly he, repetitive. They are off and on. But, like I said, three hours every fucking week, and this guy's doing a new match every week, of course it's going to be repetitive. I completely agree. I think that they almost does punish you. The hate, the hate that he deserves. I think yeah. they need to move him on to what they always wanted, which was a Babe Ruth-like, sort of like, how Bruno San Martino was, or how Vern Gagne was in the AWA, how fucking uh, Fritz von Erich was in... Uh, or Lesnar is now. No, different. Because Lesnar is a like, show-up occasional... Like, but essentially a heel, even though people cheer him because they're like, he does cool moves. He's the only one they let do a belly-to-belly suplex anymore. With John Cena, which is, he's this, he shows up every once in a while, deus ex machina, sort of like, super good guy. And they could totally do that because when he goes away, the all the internet stop hating him. And like people just like booing him because it's part of the sort of lexicon of wrestling at this yeah. point. There's no reason to do it. Oddly enough, going, like Kurt Angle, when they would turn him babyface. And they would still chant, you suck. It's like, oh, this works with a song. Like, it's you know. fun. Um, but the thing with it also is, to go back, is they pushed... The, this was the perfect way of shoving a wrestler down everyone's throats. And they also didn't mean to. They were trying to build Batista. That's who they thought was going to be the fucking guy. It was only WrestleMania 21 when the crowd popped so huge for him that they were like, oh shit, this is probably the guy. And how interesting his entire feud with JBL was. The internet was so behind him. Because this is when sort of the rise of the internet wrestling fan was John uh, Cena winning uh, the WWE Championship, being on SmackDown, and slowly building up to being what he is now Mm -hmm. that culminated with him moving over to Raw in the draft Mm -hmm. in 2005, I believe it was. (laughs) I don't know what that laugh was, even a little bit. (laughs) I'm a baby. I'm a baby suckle on my titties. Oh, God. I'm a baby mama. Get it? Anyway, so here's the thing. But from that, they have not evolved the character since how he debuted on Raw in 2005. They haven't put him into any sort of peril. And the difference between Hulk Hogan then, uh, the Hulk Hogan run and the John Cena run is Hulk Hogan had somewhere to go would go away and they let other people kind of come up. They brought at least brought Bret Hart up. They've never they haven't pushed Roman Reigns in the same way they pushed John Cena or protected him. They also haven't 
they don't because they didn't also build people up to the level of like a Shawn Michaels or a Triple H, and now those guys have gone away. They can't do what they did with John Cena, which is a WrestleMania run where he faced Shawn Michaels and beat him clean, faced Triple H, beat him clean, face Edge, beat him. Clean. You know what I mean? They can't do the succession. Well, they can't do the thing because there's no brand split. Like there's not like. No, no, there's people no brand split, like there's no brand, there's no brand split because for everyone that used to be was excited about John Cena on Raw, and I mean at that point I was watching like the brand split regularly and watching SmackDown, and my only thought was like this guy's gonna get everyone's gonna hate this guy in six months because he's he's the he's the Sting type of babyface where it's like beat down, beat down, Hulk up, I win. Yeah, that's and and and, uh, and the. The reason, not the reason, but one of the things that Roman Reigns has kind of against him is that there's no brand split anymore, so Roman Reigns can't win a world title third match in. Or like co-made event, something like that. Yeah, they can't protect him. The other thing is Roman Reigns, just there isn't anything to him. What I don't understand is again Roman Reigns. I think I think he's I think he's good. He just you know he needs more time. Whereas John Cena was ready pretty quickly like if we can dial back we talked about his debut and then we kind of started talking about his character never evolving but if we can dial back john cena um had had a an amazing heel run as the doctor of thugonomics you put bull buchanan in like b squared b squared in that weird lampshade limp biscuit hat yeah the weird he looks stupid it's he looked, great. Oh, it was Cena a, always came out with a rival team sport jer- uh, like jersey. Oh yeah, and would always be like, "I like this team now." <laughs> and he was like, "It was really good I like the Clippers looking in LA. so shitty." He like I like Donald Sterling because he has the same views as black people. I just <laughs> like their culture. Take that! I took your culture from you. But, like, I remember the defining moment when people started booing John Cena was they had a, uh, they were like, okay, well, we like this rapper. So he got over as a, and forgetting why he got over as a rapper was essentially, like, he would do, he would do uh, freestyles. And he did it against The Rock, and it would, like, go well. Start yeah. to go well. He, you know, people had decided they hate John Cena more than, in some cases, actual pedophilia. But they... He got over because he would have those stupid little you're gay jokes that wrestling fans love. And then on a Raw, now I don't remember it, the episode obviously, but there is a Raw where they debut John Cena's music video. And it's him rapping about like how thankful he is to be brought up by such a nice family. And it's in rural Massachusetts. And it's a bunch of people on a farm. But they still have... They still have oh my god what are they called hydraulics in their cars yeah they still have hydraulics in their cars and they like also it's have not done ironically and it's so cheesy and it's like the other thing they, they completely have, forget why the man got over in the first place. they also in that music video have a bunch of people in these weird west coast chopper little yeah. mini scooters yeah. going around yeah i know exactly the video and i remember that because that was the second single that was the single i think that's the song with wiz khalifa by the way no that was later on but that's the debut of his album that the album that went to number eight on billboard no because he had another song that was no the wiz khalifa earlier when i said that i think wiz khalifa track was many years later it was like 2000 12 something like that oh shit well anyway because Wiz Khalifa didn't yeah then we get to talk about Amber Rose and all that shit oh god and the whole Zack Ryder because there's there's also like there's the years where I'm like I'm justified in thinking John Cena should have stopped it which is like 
the whole Zack Ryder thing, the just cheating on his wife all the time, the Nexus angle. The Howard Stern interview he gives where it's like, there's this lady who's leaving the company, and everyone's like, we got to give her a going away present, no one got her any, and John Cena's like, oh, fuck her on the pool table. And then they just all leave, and he fucks her on a pool table. And how he talks about how he loves fucking fat women, because he's just like, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, the same. That, the same. that interview is, fu- like... They, I'm surprised, have not tried to remove that because you watch that and you're like, this guy has the record for the most Make-A-Wish Foundation meetings. Interesting. Yeah. He, but okay, to go that's back... That's the though, weird thing about Cena is that they'll be on. like, on one hand, as we talked about last week, we can't have China in the Hall of Fame because she did pornography. And yet you have your Make-A-Wish guy, your Captain America, the Marine, whatever, going on a fucking radio show being like, I'll fuck fat chicks because they're gross and I'll piss on them, but I won't eat their pussies because they're so fat. It's probably got cheeseburgers in it. And then they're like, no, nah, that's cool, but this yeah. lady did porno. I, I see their point because to them, they're like, well, yeah, because he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a man. That's funny. Yeah, don't you understand? He's a man. He's right because he's a man. You think Vince McMahon listened to that? He's like, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not coming out of a woman's mouth, therefore it's... Frankly, correct. the fact that he's been inside them is disgusting. I use them only for spittoons. <laughs> I told Linda yesterday, I told her... Uh, no talking. <laughs> I, she, uh, I told her, uh, she said, I'm running for governor. And I said, oh, that's cool, but you're not eating lunch because you're a woman in my house and that doesn't happen. You get breakfast, which is half a grapefruit, no lunch, and your dinner, which is, of course... One Rice crispy of my choosing from the box. And then you mow that fucking lawn. You mow that fucking lawn, you stupid bitch. <laughs> the thing again. Do the Mexicans still work here? Get them to mow my lawn. Um. Super Crazy's a wrestler. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think he's a lawnmower. So get him to mow my lawn. You just talked about the Mexicans. Unmask Rey Mysterio and let me fuck him. <laughs> I want to own him in a way that, frankly, <laughs> neither of us are comfortable with. <laughs> this all needs to get deleted. I mean, I, I want to fuck kids. The closest I get to do is fucking hornswoggle. That's just what are we talking about? <laughs> John Cena. But that's, again, to really stress, I've got to stress this. John Cena is also very much a Massachusetts backwoods fucking meathead who just his sport was professional wrestling he would have been a hockey player he's genetically gifted he's essentially not really gained that much weight he's for sure on steroids but we're just looking the other way on that one yeah but again i don't know what you expected me more than yes like oh professional wrestlers on steroids no i agree but just going back to his initial he was also a bodybuilder too right yeah but the the whole doctor of thugonomics angle was amazing to the point that the internet started it's an angle it's a character it's a character when that fucker sort of stuff <laughs> happened, Remember when I cock slapped you just there, <laughs> angle, and that was character, fucker, and you were like, "Oh, I took it. I took it like a little bitch." To give you that coffee, you are full of P and V, pussy and vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, right? <laughs> Shut up! Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> For those of you who can't see it, I'm Dylan's. <laughs> He's doing a thing that comedian Tim Gilbert does, which is when a joke doesn't work, he faces the microphone towards the crowd to amplify their response. <laughs> Don't want to pussyfoot around or whatever. Anyway. But that's exactly it. Is they, they didn't understand really what they had in that sort of like rapper kind of rebellious, ridiculous cartoon character that was also a superhero then after that album came out and they also did a bunch of things like they had a thing called five questions for the champ on their website which was this big video series where 
they would he would just answer five random questions and swear a lot and they'd block it out <laughs> but it was a, a well-watched thing it was when they were starting with web content and the three things they had for web content was five questions with the champ yeah and then tim white trying to kill himself <laughs> you just said three and then you mentioned two. i know because i couldn't remember i don't think there was a third no there was a. There, there was, was the f- Hollywood Minute with that's jo- John Morrison and The Miz. Yeah. That was great. But that's the thing. Like, it's really the the tragedy of John Cena. And I say tragedy even though the man is a multimillionaire. And by any stretch of the imagination, he's been successful in spite of what 30-year-old dandruff lords want. No. <laughs> yeah. in like, in spite of this, here's why John Cena is uh, – here's what they didn't do in connecting with absolutely everybody in their fan base is it's this whole thing of – Post Attitude Era, when you kind of because the late nineties, this is, sounds weird, but late nineties was a time of <laughs> here's how it was done. Remember those little specials where it was like, oh, here's how magicians do their tricks. Yeah, it was a, it was an era of the so beginnings of the internet where it's basically like there is no behind the scenes. Yeah. So, and then you do the whole the Attitude Era works. Wrestling gets really white trash, and then you go to this two thousand three. John Cena gets over as a heel. Now. How do you make a white rapper character actually a babyface and not have him be mid-card comedy? So they push him as like the superhero, but he, they still have to keep him as a white rapper. And then they kind of change him to the Marine and he's all America John Cena. But that's the really weird thing. I mean, I certainly couldn't think of any reason. And you and I'm like, maybe you can. But how do you make a guy who's such a good heel, like they've done this a thousand times where it's like you turn the guy from heel to face, the, 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 the smarks love him as a, as a heel, and the kids hate him, so you turn him face, and the, and the kids start cheering him because, like, oh, this guy's on our side now, he was so cool, maybe, like... What they did do... But you can't, like, wait, how no, do you I make can, a guy... I, but I it's just this age-old t- question, it's beyond Cena. How do you make a guy still keep his edge but be okay with the kids where he's still a role model like the only guy i can think of they actually effectively did it with was jake the snake roberts yes because he was always a loner because he was like just leave me alone blah 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 and he he was always doing the right thing but he still had that edge to him that john cena just doesn't have no man has a goddamn beautiful smile he's beautiful dimples Oh, he's kissable. I wouldn't. Mm. I won't kick him out of bed. I would if he. Could, I. Could, I feel like he's so cut. It would. I would bleed a bit. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying. He looks like he's just carved out of stone. It would be weird. It would be like hugging a rock. I gotta piss. Are you gotta piss. Yeah. Ah! I can just pause it. We're back from Dylan going cumsies, and we've forgotten where we were. So let's discuss this. And I will actually. I know where we were, and I can explain the transition and how they did it, and it was brilliant. So John Cena wins the championship from Bradshaw. Going into it, what it was, was John Cena won a tournament. Here's how they transitioned it. So they didn't have a feud going into WrestleMania 21 because it was the fucking SmackDown championship. So it was like, what's that? Oh, yeah, we probably need wine for this party, too. Go buy wine. It doesn't matter. We're beer drinkers. Yeah. They have that match. And then after that, they have the JBL Bradshaw feud. And everyone fucking hated JBL for two reasons. One, his gimmick was just so smarmy. And JBL, honestly, he should be in the Hall of Fame because what a great transition from being a guy who was friends with Farouk to just being the most irritating man on television. And I'm including like advertisements that are just a siren going off. <laughs> he was great because he was like, you never really knew he had that depth to his character where he be he was the basically they, when they started gearing. It sounds weird, but they started gearing SmackDown more towards a Latin audience. Yeah, because. 
of Eddie JBL Guerrero. basically pushed that he that he was pushed as George W. Bush. Yeah. And his cabinet was like what the Basham brothers, Orlando Jordan, and himself. And, and that woman who had that weird thing on her face that the boogeyman ate. <laughs> oh yeah, Jillian was it Jillian Hall? Is that she was great. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that fucking thing on her face? That was it was just like a mole joke. Like they, they there's another which we I will talk about later, another WWE comedy classic <laughs> of the no, she has a mole on her face. I watched Austin Powers last week. Let's do this nine-year-old joke now. Yeah, one of those similar to the famous, the famous thing you said, which is, "Uh, Vince McMahon's watched The Dark Knight. Here we go." <laughs> yeah, if you get yeah, when they the, that was also during the era when the Paul Virtual character was pitched, and he was like, "Why a pirate?" And they were like, "Pirates of the Caribbean." Vince McMahon was like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> oh yeah, that was the weird because they had Paul Bircher. Oh, let's not even fucking talk. And they were like, "Well, if he's gonna be a pirate, he fucks his sister. Get out of my office." Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the angle. I was like, this "Holy is, fuck, this is my sister, and we fuck." Here's the problem with Boo. That's not the first. More thing. gross than anything else. Listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, "I like these two comedians. Why are they talking about wrestling in such a way?" You have to understand that the man. The biggest name in the promoting of wrestling had to be told no to this idea by his family. Um, we're going to do an angle where you and me fuck actual daughter. No, dad. <laughs> Gross. No, it's good. <laughs> it's, no, I think that's a good no, idea. No, I fucked you. Yeah, remember, I'm a billionaire and you're only a millionaire. Who's right? <laughs> oh jesus fucking christ back to me and my brilliance so that that angle is where he slowly they so he dropped the actual wrapping and he was just a guy who had a chain around his neck and a spinny belt like you have to remember that's where the spinny belt came from yeah was, was all that sort of stuff leading up to um leading up to so it was that entire feud throughout that summer and then he went to raw mm-hmm. and when he went to raw they basically stopped him being a white rapper and he was just a guy in jean shorts but they kept elements of it like like he still has like the hat and shit like that is all just holdbacks from the fucking word life nonsense yes but the uh they merchandised every single part of him which is great and the thing they added in lieu of the actually rapping is they basically made him the pg rock where he would come out and be like you look like duty and then people would be like this is the worst <laughs> like but like well, the, the once other, again when you go to the format like we've talked about extensively the, on this show the, when you fit into when you want when you don't change the format for the talent you have you end up basically accentuating the talent that can exceed within that format and in the format john cena was good at is the man can deliver a monologue and i won't call it an interview because they get out and they just talk about they just monologue he can do that convincingly and confidently and with charisma he, even if what he's saying is absolute I, garbage. I see your point the problem with that is a those segments are stale and he is mm-hmm. he's if you think of the wwe brand he is synonymous with this era so and this era is just not really that well liked also a lot of the really beloved wrestlers of previous areas i.e mick foley and steve austin have really gone out of their way to be like and fuck this guy like they don't talk about him in the way that they reserve reverence for daniel bryan and all those people because he is if you think of, you and i are comedians and i'm sure there's a lot of comedians listening to this show 
if you think about it like this, is the Steve Austin, those guys, they are like the, the old school fucking like have made it headliners. John Cena is the guy who rockets past them because he went through none of the shit they had to go through and is as big and is going to be bigger than Steve Austin and will go on to have a career in movies the way The Rock has based on how he's positioned in Tina Fey and Amy Schumer comedies. Yeah. So he also doesn't have an advantage that the internet hates him, but also wrestlers aren't backing him up. Steve Austin on this podcast basically was just like, I used to sell that building out. Learn how to do your own finishing maneuver. Get the fuck out of here. Mick Foley constantly talks about how the worst thing he's ever done on television, and this is Mick Foley, the worst thing he's ever done on television is the John Cena, This Is Your Life. I think a large part of the hate that John Cena gets is he also doesn't have a lot of backup because he's a company guy, and he's all the way on the inside. So a lot of people who are outside over the hill don't really respect him or want to give him the credit that he deserves, which I think he does deserve. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, this is just from hearing wrestlers talk about it. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Oh, you have to. Take but he also the- does the he also does the like, from what a couple guys I've heard is the hey that whole thing like the I'm be- I've been here now you got to prove yourself like he does and like I guess to do the comedy thing again the uh, sit in the back seat middle that thing, yeah that's a really big thing comedians when you first get into a car and you're sheepish and basically imagine your first day at work and then this guy who's above you yeah (laughs) for no reason like imagine your first day at work the guy who hired you isn't there you're not really sure what to do and then some old guy walks up to you and just starts being an asshole and you're just very confused yeah but you have to understand that this old guy and also in wrestling these old guys that are being assholes to you also like they live in the same apartment that you do (laughs) yeah but they're 50 and you're 20. <laughs> yeah. Like they know three things. How to drink in the morning. What a divorce court is like. Yeah. That you're gay. That's the three <laughs> things they, they know. Make a hamburger in a coffee maker. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how to fold your shirt? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Don't do it. Because I'm a headliner. I do coke. Um but John Cena, for me, the moment that really pisses me off, and it's been discussed on the internet, and he's talked about it in podcasts, is that he absolutely refused to put the Nexus over. The entire plan for that, which was supposed to start the sort of beginning sort of turnaround, which was Wade Barrett and all those guys, which is they were going to cleanly beat John Cena at SummerSlam, and John mm-hmm. Cena beat them. And I think that that is the problem with John Cena a little bit, is he is also completely aware of his spot, and is aware that he doesn't want to lose it. He also, sh- they should have turned him heel. They could have turned him heel. It would have been great. I think right now what they need to do is turn Roman Reigns heel and have John Cena go after him just because they got to do something at this point. And I think that would at least be somewhat watchable because at this, like, after this, the first time he lost to The Rock and Brock Lesnar came back, Brock Lesnar, who left the Federation as one of the most, if you ever want to watch the most weirdly uncomfortable match, Brock Lesnar Goldberg at WrestleMania yeah. 20. Like, you watch it, and I even remember watching the pay-per-view, and the context essentially was this. Brock Lesnar is leaving the company to go play football. Bill Goldberg eats poop and is a pedophile. <laughs> the entire crowd, basically, they paid them both a million dollars to get in the ring so Steve Austin could stunner them and throw beer at them. Yeah. After the worst match ever. Yeah. It's just- well, it's just the, like, last day at the job match. Yeah, but it's two, right? Like it's the last day of the job. If your job is 
working at a factory and then they decide to let you guys wrestle in a ring like they don't (laughs) show that they have any skill smash cut to seven years later and john cena is delivering you have to remember the that's at the end of raw that promo is 15 minutes before brock lesnar gets in the ring Mm -hmm. it's that's the other thing with john cena is they and the problem with wrestling in general right now is they they're like we got to cover three hours. What are we going to do? Well, we could have three matches. We could have three matches. Put Sin Cara in a match and have him just do something crazy for a second with a jobber. Nah. John Cena, dressed like a leprechaun, talking about hustle, loyalty, and respect. 45 minutes, top of the show. Then Shane McMahon comes out, discusses his shoes. New Day walks out. They're going to have a match. Four commercial breaks. Boom. That's the first out. Like... The issue John Cena gets a lot of the shit that should be thrown at the entire company and its presentation package in general because he's sent out there because, as you said, he can monologue well. But he doesn't do himself any favors. He's in a position where he can go, no, let's just have a match, or no, book me stronger, or any of those things. I again, I'm a big advocate that he needs to either be turned heel or they need to turn a bunch of people heel and have him go after them again. They need to do something to liven up his character. Also, no, I think he's fine now because he's he's just coming back for a bit. Like he'll he'll be like a spot on guy. The the all right, the high points of John Cena's career are very obvious. It's like any time they booked him straight down the line 80s style, like the Umaga feud, uh the Great Khali feud was great, um the Edge feud. Um, I was going to say the You Edge can look feud like was- 2000 like him actually first getting to Raw 2006 to 2009. Great stuff because it's just like general baby face i absolutely agree and i think also a couple, of, a couple of times it actually worked really well i don't understand why people shit on the fucking miz john cena match i actually thought that that was a good match during a terrible wrestlemania mm. that set up for the next two wrestlemanias perfectly yeah he's uh, he, he, in this, his biggest problem and his biggest asset is he's a company man the edge feud i think is his pinnacle it's the best feud kicked off in the best way which is the very first utilization of the money in the bank yeah. which is you get it to a guy at the end of a match here's the problem with the money in the bank since then they've never not done it that way mm-hmm. which is a big wrestling problem which is they figure something else good figure something out good and they always do it in the same way that the baby face will always be against an evil authority figure it's yeah. not necessary. Dean Ambrose, who's over with the crowd, is now going after Shane McMahon, who's over with the crowd, because they don't know how to write anything else. It's all a problem of stagnation. John Cena, I understand he'll be the looky-loo, like, come in, come out. I don't think he will be, because I think they're going to panic because their stocks are going to start plummeting, because their viewership is going down again, and everyone's injured. They're going to need him at the top, or at least chasing reins, or something. Well, and it's just one of those things. I don't know how this went. I mean, I haven't... I don't really read the like he said she said bullshit. No, 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 no. Um, but uh, I don't know if it was Vince's idea or someone's idea. But him going over Lesnar, uh, first pay per view in was way kind of bad. <laughs> it was very bad. It was very. It was much cold bad. And then doesn't really make sense, like given what they did with Lesnar beforehand. Didn't make sense, and it also like again. It does speak to their theory, which is everyone forgets, because one of the the highlights ever and one of the smartest things the WWE has done in the last 10 10 years was that SummerSlam match where it was John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar just beat the piss out of him. Yeah. And like that put Brock Lesnar in a place where the entire wrestling community was like, we've wanted to see this for a long time. And yum, 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 yum. But it also meant that, okay, because... 
in terms of writing, what that signals to the fans is okay. We know this is predetermined, but now we're seeing what they're gonna they're gonna let this character get away with. Yeah, by putting him in a ring with John Cena and John Cena for fifteen minutes just gets the shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. They're going, oh, they're going to make Brock Lesnar look like a monster. We're going to see some crazy-ass shit. Mm-hmm. In the same way, at, right after WrestleMania 30, when they did uh, Evolution versus The Shield, and they had those amazing sort of lumberjack matches and the False Count Anywhere match where they're fucking flying off the arena and everyone got really excited because they're like, oh, you're going to do this shit again. That's really exciting. But then they didn't follow up on it. They don't write a good second chapter, and it's just not interesting. And if you look at all the feuds that you really like of John Cena, it's the ones where it had a place they're going. We need to put Edge over as a as the Ric Flair to John Cena's Hulk Hogan, for lack of a better um uh, uh, metaphor and that's what they essentially did and they were constantly sort of back and forth feuding for the rest of time and it was a really really interesting because Edge got wins over John Cena that's what they needed to do Umaga this guy- he got some wins over John Cena but a lot of times like like I think Cena I think Cena beat Edge a lot like Cena beat Edge a lot and that was the that was the that's just the philosophy that this like really the territory if you want to go back that far it always had was strong babyface on top Versus like the NWA style of like Edge would be the champion and then Cena would chase and then beat Edge and then have like the title for like two months before he lost it again. To rinse another and repeat. Heel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I personally prefer that because it's more interesting and it's also it allows you more options to go. Well, yeah, it's the chase. Like not every like has any action movie ever opened with like. Yes. Yeah, bad guy. Good guy has no problem beating up bad guy, and then the bad guy keeps coming, and then the good guy just beats him again at the end. Yeah, all the like it's always I yeah. Produced with my church group. Nice. Jesus. Everyone's won. safe won? in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants <laughs> kisses? <laughs> yeah. No. Bad guy takes something from good guy. Good guy goes chases it down. Goes through a bunch of chronos. Beats up bad guy at the end. That's like just very general booking and something you could exploit, and they didn't do that with. Cena and Edge, but like, if you want to talk about the nuts and bolts of Cena, like as a promo, he's great. Uh, in the ring, he's kind of he's he's another one of those football players who hurt his damn knee, so he had to get in the ring. So he's not any he was no, a bodybuilder. John Cena was a wrestling fan from day fucking one, baby. From Jump Street, he was a yum 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 yum. No, he but he hurt his knee, so he couldn't do footballs. No, he wanted to be a wrestler from fucking Jump Street, from Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he saw the movie 21 Jump Street mm-hmm. in a weird time paradox and was mm-hmm. like, I want to be like that Channing Tatum. And they're like, if mm-hmm. you do that, the world will end. And he's like, all right, I'll do wrestling instead. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, he's not the most athletic guy in the ring. Um, he can't move really well just as a function of how much goddamn muscle he's got on his sweet, sweet body. Yeah, he's, so he's never going to be bar. like... Everyone knows that. But he works really hard. Like He's like The Rock. He's like uh, kind of like The Rock. But The Rock was thinner and could move better so when the rock wanted to have a good match it was more it was easier for him to have because he could just be like okay like kurt angle okay triple h you know the nuts and bolts of wrestling better than i do i'll carry the promotional stuff well, not even with kurt angle but like with uh with a lot of guys he could carry the promotional stuff but you are better at the nuts and bolts of being in the ring i'll try really hard you basically i'll give you labor you basically be the boss and manage my labor if that makes any sense whereas cena is he he could try really hard but he's just not as effective as a guy like the rock because when he lacks in the nuts and bolts of like being able to do spots clean and all that he can't really 
make as effective because he's not as athletic. To say the same things, what I feel like eight times. Yes, I see. I I, I but agree. As far as I like agree with part of that, but part and, of it and being a but promo, part of it is also he's that the Rock Hulk Hogan, like he's a better Hulk Hogan, but also the Rock as an example has never been able to get stale because he's always been off doing other things. Yeah, he only really had like two years on top, if that. Yeah, and he was also always chasing Austin. That yeah. was what no none of them seemed to realize is what made The Rock was The Rock and Austin were constantly trading that fucking belt back and forth. And then Triple H would get in. And when Triple Austin's H would get injured. in and everyone would be like, boo. Yeah. And they also never had a time where Austin, Triple H, and The Rock were all healthy in the ring and fighting each other until yeah. they turned Austin heel for some reason. Yeah. And then they had the two man power trip. We don't have time to get into the nonsense that that was. What we do need to discuss is this. John Cena's dad still does wrestling appearances. <laughs> it's great. It's so embarrassing. Well, he's a, uh, he was a small time promoter in Massachusetts. Was he not? Yeah. Yeah. And he's also shut up. You're fat. Shut up. Shut up. You're fat. Again, I don't have the hate for John Cena that the internet seems to have. And also, I think the internet's transferred it all to Roman Reigns. Here's what I would say to John Cena. No, he still got booed like fuck at the... He started to get cheered, and then it was like, yeah, no, wait, boo. <laughs> boo. Cause that, and that happened, I forget which Royal Rumble it was, but he was supposed to be injured, and then he came back, and he did the whole, like, his theme song came out at MSG. Oh, yeah. And he looked up, he, and then everyone was like, yeah, wait, boo. Yeah, it was... No, he, boo. He came out 30 and eliminated Triple H, and everyone was like, yeah, nah. Wait, boo. Boo everything. I do miss the brand extension for when they would just, like, you you knew it would be important if a guy from Raw won the Royal Rumble, but if a guy from SmackDown, Rey Mysterio, looking at you, they'd be like, whatever. He's going to Raw. Yeah. Because they would have that thing where it's like, do you want to face The Undertaker for the title, or do you want to face the mexicools <laughs> or do you want to face you're no, really like booker t like no you're i'll real- take undertaker thank you like no because undertaker was always on smackdown well there was a one year where he closed out and he won the title with uh bautistas how was that what's what that was that 26 oh no that was 20 i'm not here to know wrestlemanias i'm here to remember kind of some things about them i think that was 25 that was a yeah that was battle of the billionaires i believe Oh, yeah, Trump and fucking Umaga. It's fucking crazy that those are the WrestleManias that are in stadiums, and then, like, the crazy, well-grossing ones are in, like, little arenas. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows this, but the Trump-Taj Mahal deal where they made the most money ever in those Trump... Yeah, in those... Because, like, Trump paid them, and then they got the whole gate. Yeah, and also where they had the weird entrance ramp where they all tripped on the second step. You can watch the video on the on YouTube, everybody. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they all trip. There's one There's one too many steps. Oh, Jesus. And that midway through the show, they stop showing people doing their entrances close up and do it from afar because they're all just tripping, and they're just like... Yeah, this is just this is just <laughs> embarrassing for everyone. But as we were talking about like how you basically how the white rapper character was really good and then they they kind of strip everything away from it. Yeah. I, I remember like cuz the FU was basically just a version of the F5 made up for that Brock Lesnar feud, which was another one like, "Oh, Cena almost got him." And then the announcers would promote basically put him over, which mm-hmm. is something they also don't really do, which is the guy who has the title has a match with a young up and comer and the young up and comer he's almost there and then he gets there in like a year type thing which they kind of did with roman reigns actually but so it made sense it was called the fu instead of the f5 makes sense it plays well into his character and then they go pg so they have to make it the attitude adjustment which makes 
very little scent. Yeah, and, but, and the STFU, which once again makes sense. Like at least yeah, the shut the get fuck your, up. Get your pun, get your pun in there, you know. And then they change it just to the STF. John Cena has been doing an STF for seven years now. Yeah. Still doesn't know how to do it, which everyone <laughs> no one no, likes. That's actually not true. He does he does know how to do it originally. Uh, but the reason why they don't... But it's just like, when you're doing a submission move, one of the cool things about it's doing It's WrestleMania 23. Move, it's WrestleMania 23 that they uh, that it's Undertaker Batista. One of the great things about a submission move is you can do the whole, like, trade submission move thing, like, find new transitions that are cool. Yeah. Uh, and Cena can't do that because he can only do it the exact same way every time. He can only do the guys on his back... Cinch up into it, yeah. Yeah, cinch up into it, right? Which is like, if you're going to have a submission move, that's the cool thing about it is you can basically do a submission version of like like a RKO or a DDT like where you, it's malleable you can do it from anywhere there's many vision many versions of it so his matches are robotic um his his moves are like it's very much that mid 2000s taunt and they would do a fist drop or like the player's elbow like MVP had or like Austin would do with the finger and the forearm I like, like how you, very I like how you bring up MVP's one before I you bring I love MVP do you love Martis Vontorius Palavichelda? It's not his name. What is his name? Montel Vontavius Port. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if he was still around, he'd be great. Um, yeah, but he just loved... You know how he got his job in the WWE? No. They asked him to cut a promo, and he just looked down the camera and, go, and went, why the fuck haven't you hired me yet? And they're like, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. And... Just so his moveset's very generic. Uh, he can barely do most moves. Like the top rope rocker dropper is always like, I'm just waiting for him to break some guy's neck. And the, the springboard stunner. Yeah. We are 52 minutes in before we can discuss what the fuck was that. It was him trying to expand his moveset and the fact that he could do it. I was like, oh shit. He can't. He slips so many times. Yeah, but the person always made up for it. So it was nice. I'm a slippy boy is what I want to say every time he does it and fucks it up. But, like, I why are you doing a spring... I don't know. I didn't make any sense because it's, like, springboard stunner as... Like, it's one of the most iconic moves in wrestling, and you're doing a springboard version of it, and it's not even a two count. Like, I don't know. I don't understand it. But, I mean, the whole thing is... John Cena's super corny, and he's just... He plays well, like... Let me say this about John Cena, too, as we... Go, he's we, Mark Wahlberg without his boogie nights. How about that? Oh, f- yeah. He's just... The big hit, Mark Wahlberg. And, I'll, I'll, and, and to further that, because uh, this is something I, I thought about, and it is kind of a switch, but you're saying he needs to turn heel. He is... All right, if you look at Hulk Hogan, he becomes 84. He becomes like Hulk Hogan, Mr. America. By 96, he's a heel. How long... John Cena has been uh, John Cena babyface since 2004, 2005? Yeah. And now he's doing the Hulk Hogan movie thing where he comes back, back and forth. He's doing movies. Yeah, yeah. Or taking care, better care of himself, I assume. He also did, when Hulk, this is something people forget about, was in WCW, Hogan did the um, Hulk Hogan's dark period where he exactly, he acted exactly like Hulk Hogan, but he's just wearing black because he's like, I'm going to the dark side, whatever. And John Cena did that in, uh, in what promo was it? It was against... Was it against Lesnar? It was against Lesnar the third time when they were like, embrace the hate, John. 
embrace the hate. No, it was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt did that, but also the Lesnar one where he came up with the chain and he was like, I'm going to have to do everything I can to beat this dude. And um, also the embrace the hate, which was the Kane one where they basically, the beginning of the let's shit on Zack Ryder, yeah. where they threw Zack Ryder off the fucking thing. And oh, then yeah. John Cena fucked his actual <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Real talk? Sick. And uh, yes. Let's never forget John Cena stole a man's girlfriend while married but that's the conundrum yes why would again, you turn a guy heel when he's just going to become a face you're just switching who they he's a turned face the, to yeah but they turned the rock heel a bunch of times after wrestlemania night going into wrestlemania fucking 19 he was a heel he was the hollywood rock the most annoying version of his fucking theme song ever can you smell what the rock is cooking no wouldn't it just is cooking that's what it was. It's it was yeah. just fucking awful. Yeah, they turned the rock heel a bunch of times. Great. But it's, it, it's the one thing they don't want the John Cena character that you cannot dispute is people yeah, he's want made my dick heart. something. What? <laughs> people want something from his character, which who can you say that about right, right now? I, I totally agree, but that's also because he's the last guy who's gotten a rub from when wrestling was truly popular. That yeah. is part. That is the big part of it. That um, yeah, when his all those backstage segments where he can get all the old guys to come be like, "You're good." Look at the camera, and you believe it because they, he's the one guy they went with, who they're like, "You're good," and then look at the camera, and then usually it's like, "Hey, eh, won two matches, but uh, I just don't see him as a champion, even though he's been wrestling for five months." Like the thing to remember is like Roman Reigns on the way to becoming the champion in the same way that on the way to becoming the fucking world champion. Fucking John Cena beat everyone under the fucking sun. Roman Reigns has not done that and at least won over everyone, which John Cena did. Well, John Cena was also an underdog at some points, too. Yeah, completely. When he gets that title shot against Lesnar, uh, when he's Dr. Thugonomics, um, he beats people and it's like, John Cena won? What the fuck? Like. And then Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns kicks out of an arc, like Roman Reigns building Roman Reigns, the previous WrestleMania to him fighting Lesnar. He kicks out of an RKO and hits some Randy Orton with Superman punch. And like, yeah, he, he and the three like, all right, this is not a Roman Reigns episode, but let's just say they broke the shield up way too early and we'll Ooh, talk about it later. Oh my God. No, but it like Roman Reigns and the, the comparison you always get is Roman Reigns and John Cena. And I do not think there's a comparison. I don't think there's a comparison at all. They're two completely different wrestlers in two completely different eras. For example, John Cena at least gave this company a lease on life. Well, Roman Reigns may be one of the things cited for why Vince McMahon eventually lost control of his own company. Because the other thing that's not being discussed right now is they're in financial dire straits because all of their wrestlers are injured. All of their Are they in the financial? I thought they made the most money they'd ever had last year. They made the most money they ever had in terms of like live ticket sales. They're like li- they're still a really great live attraction. Yeah. But they have lost the pay per view revenue completely because of mm-hmm. their fucking WWE network. And that's not the revenue generator that they thought it would be because mm-hmm. essentially it's the same problem with Netflix at the beginning, is that everyone who has a WWE network, a lot more people are seeing the product because, for example, let's say friends of yours one of whom might have a network pass, and then you use it, I use it, another guy we know uses it, and yeah. one, one guy's, it's all on one network. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they're losing revenue and they're trying to be, like, other entertainment companies are trying to buy them out and stuff like that, which I think would be even worse. Yeah, 100%. They would just become, like, an add on and then 
no one cares as much about your thing as you do, right? So if they someone bought it, it would be terrible. Yeah. No, but yeah. Um, best and worst thing about John Cena. You go first. Uh, best. Uh, best thing about it. Uh, I mean, his promos and his sweet package. I mean, uh, well, his promos. Uh, the way his like the way he's a great ambassador for the company. I don't think you've had a really that good ambassador for pro wrestling. I mean, it was mentioned in a Heyman promo. To get himself heel heat, but it is true. Everyone looks at John. Oh, there's not John. He, John Cena is not the Rock. He's not jo- Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin was an active wrestler in that company for off and on six years. Yeah, The Rock, uh, five years, six, five, four, if five that. years, exactly. John Cena, twelve fucking years. That man, he probably could have got into acting a bit sooner, but. He knew he, he, pro, he knew what he wanted, and he he knows he's a pro wrestler. So, and I think that's the top thing is he's a great ambassador. He's a great promo. You can stick that guy in TV shows, and he is a fight. He's a, I don't know. He's a charming guy. The worst thing about him, uh, would be either his. I don't know the story behind it. I won't claim to, but either his or uh the the creative staff or Vince McMahon's uh like wait what would be they don't want to change the character. And it, you need to change the character in little ways, even if it's subtle. Give him a new move every now and then, every year. Like you need to change somewhat, change the character every year. And they haven't done that since he was in the Marine in two thousand and seven. Yeah, and just flat out, and he, him being the face of them, flat out ignoring the loudest part of the audience. Yeah, just flat out ignoring it. You can make a guy who kids like, and a guy who uh, old nerds like. And Daniel Bryan was a proof of that. But, and John Cena's just not that guy. Yeah, and also as it turned out, I think things would have been a lot different if Daniel Bryan hadn't won the title and then within six weeks been like, oh, by the way. My brain. Yeah. My whole brain. Maybe it wouldn't have been. Maybe but maybe that's the best part about it is that Bryan basically got to win the title and didn't, they didn't have a chance to like... Fuck it up. Yeah, make him job out to fucking uh, returning Tyson Tomko. You know? Make him job out to like... Uh, Baron Corbin for the rest of his life, but uh, that's that's the worst thing about him. He's the he's the face of the good. Uh, how about this? Best part, he's the face of the great things the WWE does with the Make a Wish, uh, with with the expansion into like maybe some weirder parts of pop culture, like like um like like uh, doing the song with Wiz Khalifa. And uh, the worst is he's also the the face of the bad parts of WWE, which is flat out ignoring what people like. I like this about John Cena. I like him actually in ring style. I think he actually works perfectly as a main event good guy wrestler, which is you beat the shit out of him. He comes out at the end and he looks good doing it, except for a submission move. And and the fact that he's just like, I'm fine now. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. Here are his worst things. You know how you hit my leg with a chair for 10 minutes? I healed that with America. Yeah. Oh, you punched me in the face with a gun? Too bad. Thanks to our strong healthcare system via the president, <laughs> I've been healed miraculously. <laughs> Here's what I would say the worst thing about him is his promos. I think they're stale and unoriginal. He doesn't fucking change his dumb voice, and it's always on the same topics. I would like to see John Cena come out and be a little frustrated with the booze, or at least do what The Undertaker did with like what the what chants the used to The smirks annoy. are awful, yeah. Which is he would they'd be like what and he'd be like next person says what loves their like 
What's oh, the, what man, did he, what did he say? say? Oh, no, yeah. You told me what he said. Oh, I can't remember. Next person says, what kisses their dad <laughs> yeah, or it whatever. Was, it was like, uh, does it with their mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> and a lot of people would, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you guys do your mom. He needs to acknowledge the product a lot more. He needs to start, like, and there's moments that are great in that Nexus battle where it's that five, that five on five, and it's like Bret Hart, who they're like, all right, we're putting Bret Hart in the ring. couple of things you guys need to know. He's made of glass. That's already broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. When he delivers the news and then jo- um, Daniel Bryan walks out and he's the fifth member, that's fucking... So exciting and interesting because it's at least like he's like surprised and he's got the gusto. But when he's just coming in there and he's like, you know, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. It's not difficult for you, John. It's not been difficult for six years. You're a giant muscular man and the wrestling fan base are like big titted nerds, Mm -hmm. the dandruff kids, you and me, and a bunch of children. Yeah. I, I have that. That's my main issue with them. But that's, you're only speaking about one type of promo because his go-home promo specifically, and I know it's weird to categorize something. No, that's they're the fucking no, same No, they're not. It's like, I've got... But it's still... it's a You were about to literally quote exactly what she's like. I've got a big challenge ahead of me. How am I going to figure this out? And it's like, how Hustle, are... Loyalty. Respect. respect. Yeah, we get it, John. We've all heard it before. That's what I'm saying. They didn't change the character. That doesn't say anything about his delivery. Or I think that absolutely does say something about his delivery because he as an individual can change the character and do something a little different. Be nervous. Be upset. Agree to disagree, baby doll. I fucking agree to disagree. Now get over here and kiss I don't me. agree to that. Um, all right. You got to agree to it. Thank you very much for your for your listening to this and for your bodies. Um, now, Dylan, I have a couple of questions for you. Yes. Um, do you think you're untouchable? Yes. Oh, do you? Oh, fuck. Okay, you're you're trying to make me force you to feel you, and it's not working. All right. No. All right. Listen. I think we can say this. Shut up, you're fat. Uh, everyone who listens to this uh is getting forty dollars. Just at John Cena on Twitter. Uh, listen to the wrestler review at wrestler review on we Twitter. We got a sting that explains all this. Here's what sting. I want to add to it. Um, everyone, let's start the hashtag. Hashtag. Shut up. Ass tag mm, with my dick. Longest episode. Hashtag shut up your fat. What another stellar episode we've done. Right, Dylan? Yes. No meandering whatsoever. Yeah, very much on point. Now, let's get back to the important business at hand. If you want to read about us, you can go to our website, which is angelfire.therestlerreview.com. Real. That's a real thing. Go sign our guest book. We have a weather page. You can see what the weather's like <laughs> in one city. Which city? London. Good. And okay. then you can follow us on Twitter at the John Hastings. At Dylan Gott, D-Y-L-A-N-G-O, double up that T. And we're going to create one for the show called The Wrestler Review. We already have. I for- always forget that we have that Twitter account already. Follow the show on Twitter at The Wrestler Review. We'll retweet the thing, so just follow us. It's all nebulous. Anyway, I love all of you. I love you. As people and as lovers, we are all one. We are Ouroboros. We are a human centipede. This stings too long. <laughs> <laughs>